0: good morning church thank you so much for joining us this morning if you do not know who i am i am my name is pastor nick and i'm the student ministries pastor here and it is an honor to bring the word this morning i'm going to be going through our summer playlist it's going to be absolutely legendary and so before we get going i have one question for you i want you guys to raise your hand do like a high five to the person next to you wherever you're sitting at home and just answer this one question. And if you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, fill the comments and answer this one question. How many of you have ever gone rock climbing? Raise your hand if you've ever gone rock climbing or just say, yes, I have, or no, I haven't, but I would love to. I remember the very first time that my friend invited me to go rock climbing and I said, are you kidding me? Of course I wanna go rock climbing an opportunity to be like Spider-Man and wall crawl, I am so down for that. And so when we went to Coyote Rock Gym in St. Laurent, I stepped inside and I looked how high these walls were. And I was just like, oh my goodness, these walls are so big. And for those of you who do not know, I have a giant fear of heights. I just don't understand people who like heights. I think God created us to be on the ground. Um, but, it, but it just, I was just blown away. And I remember um, talking to the instructor and I said, Sir, my good sir, um, are, how are we going to be safe with when we're climbing these walls? And he assured me, he laughed, and he said, You know what? You were going to have a harness on. And for those of you who do not know what this harness, just like this, does, um, it's basically like a giant diaper for adults, kids, whatever, just a giant diaper. And the whole purpose for this harness is it keeps you safe. You can find rest and comfort knowing that this harness is going to protect you. And there's a rope that goes up. It it attaches to this harness. And so when you're climbing the wall, you can find rest. Even if you slip, you are not going to fall to your death. You are going to be okay because you have this harness protecting you. You can find rest knowing this, this harness has your back. In church, I want to talk to you guys today. Um, I want to propose to you the idea today that God is like this harness that I just had on. God is like this harness. We can find rest. We can find comfort. We can be at peace of mind knowing that we can trust in God. We can find rest in Him. No matter what we're going through, we can find rest in God. And so we are going through our, 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 our summer playlist right now, and so I want to take you guys to Psalm 62. Uh, if you have the, the, the good old-fashioned, um, you know, leather-bound Bible, I'm rocking the NIV. It's awesome. Um, I want to take you to Psalm 62. You can pull out your phone, or it's going to be on the screen. So Psalm 62, this is King David writing, and it reads this. Truly, my soul finds rest in God. My salvation comes from him. Truly he is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress, I will never be shaken. How long will you assault me? Would all of you throw me down? This leaning wall, this tottering fence. Surely they intend to topple me. From my lofty place they take delight in lies. With their mouths they bless, but in their hearts they curse. If you're into marking up your Bible, you guys, or you can highlight this verse right here, verse 5. Yes, my soul finds rest in God my hope comes from him. I'll say it again. Yes, my soul finds rest in God. My hope comes from him. Truly he is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will not be shaken. My salvation and my honor depend on God. He is my mighty rock, my refuge. Trust in him at all times. You people pour out your hearts to him for God is our refuge. Surely the lowborn are but a breath, the highborn are but a lie. If weighed on a balance, they are nothing. Together, they are only a breath. Do not trust in exhortation or put vain hope in stolen goods. Though your riches increase, do not set your hearts on them. One thing God has spoken, two things I have heard. Power belongs to you, God. And with you, Lord, is unfailing love, and you reward everyone according to what they have done. Can we pray? That would be so awesome. God, I just want to thank you so much for this opportunity to share your word. Lord, I just pray that, that, that at the end of the day, we want to share your story of love, and God, we just thank you so much, and I just pray, God, that you help me speak with clarity and confidence to, to display, God, that we can find rest in you. Lord, I just pray right now, blessing upon our pastor, so grateful for his leadership. I just pray that he has the best, like this is the best vacation he's ever had. Let him find um, rest, refreshment. God, give him new dreams, new vision, and it's such an honor. to to serve underneath such an incredible leader. We love him, and God, most importantly, we love you and we honor you. In Jesus' name, everybody yelled in the ear of the person next to you, amen, amen. Awesome. So I want to take you, um, this is a behind-the-scenes cut of what is happening in this passage right now, director's edition, behind-the-scenes. These are two timelines when this was written. What do we know for sure? Well, this is King David writing it, and, and there are two timelines that this could have happened. Number one, uh, this could have been written when, when King Saul, uh, the very first king of Israel, was trying to get David. He was trying to kill David. Why? Because David had so many more followers. So many people wanted David. They were cheering for David. And Saul got jealous, and he's like, yo, we got to get this guy. We have, we, we have to kill him. And so David is writing this. The second timeline that this could be written in, Is when David's own son is trying to kill him David's son said yo I want to be king I just can't wait to be king." so King David's son wanted to be king and so he's like I got to get my dad out so I can be king so what we know for sure is that David here had what had someone trying to kill him and he's writing this psalm and he speaks to different areas throughout this passage and, and he's saying, you know what, no, at the end of the day, no matter what's coming my way, I find rest in God. I trust in God. He is my fortress, my refuge. I, he is my solitude. I find rest in God. Now, if you're anything like me, when I read this, when I read this, I was just like, how is David able to do this? He has people literally trying to kill him. He hides in a cave at one point. And he's like, how, and he he has these guys chasing him. But he's able to get to a place where he says, I find rest in God. How does he do it? If I was in David's shoes, I would probably, I don't know, um, change my name to something like Jeff Hillier and uh, maybe move to Thailand. I have no idea. Um, And so after some research, what I found is, yes, he spoke to different areas. He spoke to three different things in this passage. And so today, I, I want to take us through that. What are the areas that David spoke to so that we can take that teaching? So that no matter what comes our way, we can get to a place where we can find rest in God. And so number one, if you're into taking notes, I highly encourage you to take notes. You can pull out your phone, just open up the notebook or or. Or maybe you were old-fashioned and you write down your notes, love you people, and it's just just side point. I, I think note-taking is huge. It's amazing looking back years down the road and just seeing what God has done. And so anyways, back to the message. Um, point number one, write this down. Number one, speak to your problem. Speak to your problem. David spoke to his problem. Verse 3 to 4, this is what it reads. How long will you assault me? Would all of you throw me down? This leaning wall, this tottering fence, surely they intend to topple me from my lofty place. They take delight in lies. With their mouths they bless, but in their hearts they curse. David here is is, is speaking to his problem. He's speaking to his enemy saying, how long do you try to do this? Don't you get it? I find rest in God. I trust in him no matter what you send my way. I trust in God. I find rest in Him. Like, you're going to keep on doing this? The reality is, folks, that it's, it's so hard for us to get to a place today where we can really speak to our problem. But if we want to f- truly find rest, we need to, we need to be able to f- pinpoint that problem, pinpoint that, that, that area that, we're, that we feel that we're battling, and, and speak to it and say, I know who my God is, he has me. I find rest in him. But it's difficult for us to do that today. I find that a lot of the time, so many of us, we 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 don't speak to our problem. We don't want to find rest in God because so often we connect God to the problem. We think that God, God is the cause of this problem. But friends, we're never gonna be able to f- truly find rest. We're gonna have such a tainted view of God if we view him as the problem. I want to tell you guys today, declare today, that God is good. God is faithful. We can trust in him. We can rely on him. We can find rest in him. God is good. But friends, there is also a evil. There is a darkness in the world. And in order to conquer that, in order to defeat darkness, we need to bring the light in. We need to bring the goodness in. We need to bring our God in. We need to find rest in him just as David did. He spoke to his problem. And so number two, if you want to write this down, that would be so great. Number two, speak to yourself. Speak to yourself. So we have number one, speak to your problem. Number two, speak to yourself. Verses five to seven. Yes, my soul finds rest in God. My hope comes from him. Truly, he is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will not be shaken. My salvation and my honor depend on God. He is my mighty rock and my refuge. Friends, this is David speaking. And what is he doing? He's doing some self-talk. He is is speaking to himself, so he spoke to his problem. And right here, he is doing some self-talk. Yes, my soul finds rest in God. My hope comes from him. Friends, if we want to find rest in God, sometimes we have to speak it over our lives. We have to declare it over our lives. We, even though we may be feeling something different, we need, we, we need to say and tell our brains something else. We need to be doing some self-talk, declaring no matter God, no matter what I go through, no matter what I face, I know I can trust in you. I know you are my father. You love me. You are there for me. You are faithful to you, my, your promises. I receive that, I declare that, regardless of how you're feeling. Sometimes we need to tell our brain that. I was reading a book um, a few years ago called The 4-8 Principle. And, this, and and the whole point of this book was about Philippians 4-8. And it spoke about that we need to be thinking about what is good, what is, what is beneficial to us so that we can get to a place where, where, where we can be thinking Positively, Regardless of how we're feeling, we can get to a place where we can think positively. Philippians 4.8. And the author of this book said three things to do every morning before you go to bed to share these things, speak it over yourself, do some self-talk to do first thing in the morning so that you can be thinking about what is great, what is beneficial. The very first thing that this author spoke about was to say, who are five people that you know that love you? For me, I know my Heavenly Father loves me. Heavenly Father loves me. My awesome wife, Malaya loves me. My mommy, my daddy, and, and friends, You and lastly, I know my pastor, Pastor Jeff. I know that he loves me. And friends, we need to, I challenge you, think about five people who you know that love you. The second thing that he said to, to tell yourself was what are five things that you know that you are good at? What are five things that you are good at? For me, I know that I am a okay hockey player, a good hockey player. I know that I'm good at jiu-jitsu. I know that I'm a good encourager. I am a good friend. What are five things that you are good at? Write it down just in the middle of this message. And lastly, the third thing to, to speak about. What are, what, what are five things that you are looking forward to? For me i am so looking forward to seeing you guys connecting with you guys so excited to be at the front with our youth and and just having so much fun i am looking forward to vacation going to the cottage it's going to be a lot of fun and right now the most important thing in my life that i'm so looking forward to is the colorado avalanche winning the stanley cup this year I, i i am naming it i am claiming it i believe this is the year that that nathan mckinnon is going to lead us to the promised land those are the things that i'm looking forward to in church i challenge you to think about those things in the morning at night give yourself some self-talk and 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 declare maybe you're looking forward to when you receive that miracle if you want to find rest in god you need to speak to your problem speak to yourself and thirdly once you do those two things number three you can you need to speak your friends speak to your friends because you've done one and two you can get to a place where you can speak to your friends you can and 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 people just it's not going to make sense to them going to be like you're going through this you have gone through this how did you get to this place how are you how are you at this place where you can declare that you find rest in God and you can say that you spoke to your problem you know who who has your back you can, you, and, 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 and you did some self-talk, you know that God is faithful, you can trust in him, he is faithful to his promises, nothing formed against you will prosper, because you have a heavenly father that loves you, and you never know what that can do to them, that can encourage them, that, that can show them like, wow, I can't believe they're, even though they're going through this, I know, they know that God is faithful, And friends, I encourage you to speak to your friends about what you are going through. They can come around you. They can encourage you. But most importantly, you may be able to witness to them, to talk to them about the faithfulness of our God. So number one, speak to your problems. Speak to yourself. Number three, speak to your friends. And friends, if we do those things, I really believe that we're going to be like David and get to a place where we can find rest in God. I would like to wrap this message up with a story. I was talking to someone recently who was affected by COVID, and this person had a job that they were applying for. But because of everything that happened with COVID, um, their, their, their hiring went on freeze, and they haven't been able to, to, to get that job, and they have no idea when they're going to be able to. And I was encouraging this person, and I, and I was sharing, like, man, that, that's really hard. That, that really sucks that you have to go through that. And i said that i will be praying for you now this wasn't one of those fake prayers we like yeah i'll be praying for you like i was legitimately going to be praying for this person i love this person and this person responded in such a way that that really caught me off guard and they said you know um i don't need prayer i i don't need god to step in i don't need him to for something that i already applied to and it kind of broke my heart because I realized that we have gotten to a place where we're so dependent on God, to a place where we don't really, we're like, God, we really need your will. We need you, God, right now. What are you saying? But I feel like in today's culture, we have gotten to a place where we, it's all about doing it yourself, you know? We don't even wanna have God step into our life. We don't even want him to uh, come into our lives, bring the miracle. We don't wanna find rest in God. We'd rather put our hope in our rest Into the created instead of the creator. And friends, I want to be able to declare today I really believe that if we want to see the goodness of our lives, if we want to see the faithfulness, God's story, God's grace, we need to be able to get to a place where we can find grace in Him. And the reality is, friends, I would rather so much more put my rest in the goat, in the greatest of all time, in the best. It's like going to a pickup football game, you know? I don't want to have me as the quarterback. I want to have Tom Brady as my quarterback for pickup, you know? And friends, if, we, if you truly want to overcome death and if you feel that you're in the middle of a battle right now and, and, and you feel like death, why not pat, lean into Jesus, the person who defeated death? Lean into him. Trust in him. Find rest in him. Because I promise you that you are on the brink of the blessing. You are on the brink of the blessing that you are about to receive. Just keep going. Keep trusting. Keep resting in him. Lastly, maybe you're at a place where you're like, Pastor Nick, I I, I don't even know if I can get to this place where I can speak to my problem, where I can speak to myself, or I can speak to friends. Maybe you're at this place where you just need to speak to God. Maybe today's the day that you can give that opportunity. I want to encourage you to talk to him. Just go with him. Empty arms, arms open wide. and say, God, I, I, this is too much. I need you. Teach me how to find rest in you. I'm praying and believing in that. I'm going to pray in just a moment, but, but, but I have two application questions that I want you guys to talk about at lunch. Whenever you're watching this, write these down. Number one, Where does your soul find rest? Where does your soul find rest? Is it in the created or is it in the creator? Where does your soul find rest? Ask that. Number two, how can I begin to find rest in Jesus? How can you get to a place where you can begin to find rest in Jesus? Maybe you need to write this down, just an empty letter and say, Jesus, this is what I'm going through and I'm giving this to you. Help me to find rest in you. Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for this opportunity to to be with all my friends and family here. And Lord, we're just believing that we can truly find rest in you. We believe, Jesus, that the greatest relationship we can ever have is with you. And Lord, I am praying right now for that person, for those people, God, who are just having a hard time finding rest. God, they feel like they're drowning. They feel like they're falling. Lord, I just pray that you will be that harness to them. They can trust in you. They can rely on you. Lord, we love you so much. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for sending your son, Jesus, to die for us. And through him, through his blood, we have the power to be forgiven of our sins. We spend eternity with you, Jesus. We love you. We worship you. In Jesus' name, everybody yelled, amen. Thank you so much. Peace.